G'day, it's 4040 Radio, Nick here. Very happy to be joined over the line by Andy Barker. Andy, hello and how are you? All good. All good. Probably buzzing from the sheer quantity of tennis on TV at the moment, which kind of prompted an idea for a podcast this week, which is to pose a question to us, what are the tips we would give someone who wants to pick up a great game in 2024? Maybe they've played as a kid, maybe it's new and they want to get involved. Before we do that, Andy, tell the good people what's going on in the world of 4040. Yeah, we have moved things along with the production of the hoodies. Uh, so we're really nearly there to get them in hand. Uh, final designs, everything was um, approved today. So I'm really excited uh, for them to arrive in a couple of weeks and them to be shipped out to our customers already. Uh, we've still got the pre-sale going on. Um, so that's 20% off still, um, which includes our first print run um, as well. Um, so yeah, grab one where you can. Grab it while you can. Just a little plug from us, but let's get into it. So Andy, I tasked you with thinking of three tips. What advice, what three things would you advise someone who wants to come and get back into the sport to make their life easy? What's your first? Try and find it as cost-effective ways as possible to do it. So, you know, whether that's the equipment, but also, you know, you don't need to join that private club down the road that's going to cost you an arm and a leg every month. It might be that you look for like the social clubs in your kind of local council courts, or maybe there's a local sports centre that does um, a social night, just to try and find your group um, that you can kind of get along with, play, and yeah, actually start enjoying the social side of it too. Um, so trying to find the most cost-effective ways, I think, to kind of meet people who um, also enjoy it um, so that you can kind of build your uh, team of players that you can then connect with. Your tribe, your tennis tribe. Your tribe. Public courts love that. And may I go with my first tip because that is a seamless dovetail in. I have written down in front of me, spend as little as possible and get bang for buck. And I'm particularly thinking about equipment because I think that when you pick up something new, it's easy to like waste money. And I think you want to make it easy to get into the game and spending spending as little money as possible is easy. So I've kind of thought about what, what can you do for 50 pounds? Most people have got you know, maybe 50 pounds spare cash in the month to spend on it. So how would you invest it? And my thinking is step one, you need to go into your loft or ask your parents to go into their loft and find your childhood racket. Whatever you were using as a teenager, it doesn't matter. It's going to be totally fine. And if you don't have one, if ask a friend, ask a neighbor, have you got an old tennis racket from 20 years ago sitting around? I have a backup plan if they don't, but let's say you do. How are you going to spend 50 pounds? You're going to look up your nearest independent racket store. Near me is Wigmore in London. There are loads. There are loads more. And you're going to go down there with your racket and you're going to do, you're going to ask for three things. Number one, a restring. Because honestly, you see people playing with these rackets with 20 year old strings and it just must be miserable. Like it just, it just be horrible feeling. Yeah. I think um, when you're not playing with the right, equipment it feels like you're kind of playing with a trampoline sometimes which yeah. will put you down straight away you can get that tennis elbow kind of feeling it's just not nice and my thinking is that an, a bad racket or an old racket with new strings would feel lovely so a restring is about 30 pounds then you're going to ask them for a new grip 
how many times have you seen people turn up with the mankiest scripts and it rubs off on your hand? It's 20 years old. It's disgusting. So I think for about five pounds, you'll get a regrip and you'll feel flush. And then the last thing I want you to ask for, a budget of about 10 pounds is fine, is a new can of tennis balls. Because again, old tennis balls feel awful to hit and the new ones feel nice. And I think you can spend 50 pounds and the experience will just be kind of nice feeling. And for balls, I would recommend, I think going the Dunlop AOs is a good shout. They're just a great comfy ball, feels really good. I played recently with the, um, uh, oh, I can't remember, but they're all the same, except for the ones we get that are for dogs. Yeah, I would probably stay clear of the radicals. Uh, <laughs> they're good for maybe one hit, but then you don't want to keep on buying the new tuba boards every time you want to play. So One good tube will last you a month. It's a good investment. So yeah. that is my tip. And I did say, if you don't have an old racket lying around, maybe you're brand new to it, I have a plan for you. So you're going to have to up your budget to £100 total. So it's the 50 you've already spent on strings, regroup, and balls. The other 50, I want you to go on eBay and type in Babolat Pure Drive and limit the price to £50 and then buy any used Babolat Pure Drive that's under £50. If it's 60 put an offer on. Don't worry about any racket specs because, in my opinion, that is the most user-friendly racket no matter what the size is, as long as it's an adult racket, I think it's going to be fine. I'll just add another one to that. There's another racket called the Head TI, um, which apparently is the lightest racket on the market. So if you don't want to be trying to master like a really heavy racket and you want to go something nice and light to start with, I think I think that's maybe just under £100 brand new. So you might be able to pick up secondhand for like, I don't know, 30, 40. But that was a racket I used to coach with just because when you're feeding all the time, you're constantly kind of doing the same motion. Um, so having a really light racket um, really helps for that as well. Um, yeah. yeah, just to throw another one in the ring. The lighter racket will be more forgiving on your arms. So that's two suggestions. I really recommend like, you know, go on Facebook Marketplace, go on eBay, Get something used. You don't need something brand new. I I buy rackets used as well. Um, so that is my tip for potentially 50 or 100 pounds. You really get everything you need. You don't need to buy new clothes. You don't need to buy new sneakers. I would recommend wearing something that's got a sort of lower profile sole and a flatter shoe. Like if you've got gym, like thumb up volleys or gym trainers, they're going to be fine. Don't, don't waste your money on stuff. Don't buy a racket bag. Use a tote bag you're good to play for 50 to 100 pounds that's my first tip andy great tip one second tip is to choose a sunny day to play first i think your uh, your first impression will kind of last for a long time so like you don't want to be playing if it's a completely tip down the rain outside we played i think over christmas and it rained for two hours straight which was great because it was just us getting out having a hit but i think you want to you want to make sure that your first go is dry and it's nice um, and you can kind of look back on it with fond memories. A very tactical tip, but, and I think hard in the UK sometimes, but I would definitely, you know, make sure that the sun gods are shining. That makes perfect sense to me. You'll have a much better day and I guess you'll just like it more. Brilliant. Okay. My next tip is play doubles and play doubles with people that are a bit better than you. Let me talk you through my rationale. Singles, one versus one, 
is generally, I would say, less fun if you're coming to the game than having more people on court. And the reason is, there's a couple of layers to it. If you've got four people, more balls are going to be returned because you've got more coverage on the court. If you've got four people, you will have a more pure experience of tennis because you'll get to come into the net, have a volley. You're not having to serve too much. So if serving is kind of frustrating, you're only doing it every four games. And you'll see sort of, I just think that tennis is expressed in its best form in doubles because you've got the the dynamic of the serve volley, all that stuff going on. And then I said play with people a bit better than you because that's how you'll improve and you'll just be able to watch. If you're playing with someone who a few years ahead, you'll just see what, the, you know, maybe they're serving from a position that makes more sense and you can just kind of self-correct or maybe you'll be encouraged to actually go up and sit at the net when you're playing and you'll find that it's quite fun up there and you'll kind of get hooked on volleying. So I think... Rather than going out with one person, find a group of four and just have a hit of doubles and do not feel embarrassment or shame if you're the kind of least progressed person in your team because, honestly, you're just out there for a social hit. Who cares? Let them play in competitions if they want to play with other really great people. So play doubles. That's my second tip. Yeah, for sure. With doubles as well, I think, you know, a couple of laughs between points and, it, you know, like if you're playing on your own, I think it's quite easy to get frustrated at yourself in singles. Um, and I think it's fine if you're playing at a level where, you know, that frustration will like drive you to play better. But like when you're starting out, you know, you want it to be fun, lighthearted. So like definitely playing with a pair, yeah, helps that. Yeah, completely agree. What is your, oh, we're at the end. What's your last tip? Last tip uh, would be, don't always feel like you need to use the whole core. So that like, we always start off our, hits with playing like mini tennis so i'm kind of shortening the court playing inside the tee i think uh, you know you see a lot of people who maybe haven't played for a while and they go straight to the baseline trying to hit you know 20 shot rallies which you know is really hard for anyone um, let alone if you haven't played for a while so uh bring yourself closer to the net and play uh play off the tee you know you can even do like some kind of games of volleying as well but i guess don't try and you know, run before you can walk type thing. So that's my other tip. That is such a good tip. The The game of tennis is not just the game that you watch on TV. You've got a court, yeah. you've got it for an hour, you've got two rackets and a ball, just do something that's fun and you'll get hooked. My tip is listen to the Rene Stubbs Tennis Podcast for free coaching and advice. I think I'm just sharing the love. It's good to recommend another podcast. And I like Stubbsy because she's a former slam champion and she gives kind of coaching and analysis of the pro tour that I think is directly transferable to your normal game. And so you can just listen on the tube on the way to your tennis match and you'll get free, awesome advice on how to simplify and hit a volley, when you might want to come in on a rally and finish off a point, some tactics around serving. That's just super easy and I get a lot out of it and it's free and she's awesome. So that's my third tip is kind of just get free coaching where you can. YouTube is massive for that. During COVID, I got deep into YouTube videos about backhands. And after COVID, I came out with, without even training, I really improved my backhand a lot, which was nice. So that's my tips. What do you think, Andy? I hadn't really, like for a while, been following many kind of Instagram, I don't know if you call them influencers, but like coaches who would kind of do different tips and things. And there's, there's quite a few out there. Um, there's a guy called Patrick, I can't remember his surname, but he, he uh, does loads of little videos, loads of tips. 
And I think as long as you can kind of take what he's saying and try and like implement it, then and that's a good start before you get into any like real um expensive coaching. Yeah, I agree. Um, great. All right, well, let's round it up. So you went first with find your tribe. And then I said, oh, you went first with find your tribe through a public club, which I absolutely love. I said, spend as little as possible. And I kind of set out a plan for getting your kit sorted for 50 pounds. You gave us play when the weather's nice so that it's enjoyable, which I love. I suggested stick to doubles because it's more fun and it's a better form of tennis. You landed. What was your third tip? The third tip was uh, play to the size of the court you're comfortable with. Yeah. Make the court smaller, have a bit more fun. And then I suggested get some free coaching, listen to podcasts, get on Instagram. It's all good stuff. So make 2024 your year of tennis. If you can get out and play once a month when it's sunny, you've got a group of mates ready, then I think that's pretty cool. And if you're playing some tennis in London, feel free to come down to the 4040 Hitting Club the first Saturdays of each month. Leading up to summer, we're going to be rocking them and really trying to put on a good show. And if you're backing the brand, there's hoodies for sale now. And if you want to do something for us for free, just like this podcast and share it with someone in London or anywhere in the world who plays tennis. That would be great. We would love that. That's good stuff. We're going to be coming to you every second week with this podcast so keep an ear out can't wait to see you again bye bye sweet bye guys